0: Welcome to Rise Through Style, a podcast for women stepping into their next level selves by styling their lives, businesses, bodies, and closets. I'm Christy Rissell, image consultant, CEO, and media style expert. I help women embrace their bodies, take ownership of their desires, and create an authentic style that represents who they are. I'm here to provide you with guidance and inspiration to help you rise to your highest and best self through style. Let's jump in. Hello, beautiful woman. Welcome back to the podcast today. I'm excited because we're going to be talking about habits of successful women. Now, if you're like me, I'm sure you have social media feeds that are filled with things that inspire you, women that inspire you and you just love seeing what they're up to whether it's, you know, behind the scenes that they're sharing on Instagram, whether it's just that you love to consume their content and they fill you with joy and get you all revved up for the day and help you see more possibilities or whether you just love like maybe what they've created from themselves or how they how they live their lives. It's really cool to be able to open your social feed and just see what is possible, right? Like what other women are doing out there, how they're conquering the world and what they're, you know, showing to you is, you know, possible for you to also create for yourself as well. And if you're anything like me, I am someone that loves <laughs> I love to creep on people's morning routines and their habits. I find it so fascinating to see what people do in their spare time that set them up for success, that fill them up, bring them joy, and that allow them to be this force to be reckoned with, if you will, or this, this person that creates beautiful, inspiring content that serves other people that allows them to create their own beautiful life and style and create a life and business on their own terms. I like, I could listen to like morning routines and habits and things like this, like on repeat over and over again. I just find it so fascinating. If you're like that too, please, please let me know, hit me up on Instagram and share with me because I'm like, why am I so fascinated by this? But I I think it's because, you know, you know, success leaves clues all the time. Success leaves clues. And so I'm fascinated by women that have created success for themselves. And, you know, I love to see what they're doing on a regular basis that helps them create that world for themselves, that narrative that they've been very intentionally creating day in and day out, day after day. And so what I've noticed that there is that there are similar habits that a lot of successful women, sorry, I can't, apparently talk today, <laughs> but a lot of habits that successful women seem to have in common that have made a difference in their world. And these are habits that I've also started instilling in my life over the past couple of years that I also have noticed have just made a massive impact in my life, in my business, in my mood, in how I feel about, you know, my day-to-day activities. And so I wanted to talk about that a little bit more in depth today with all of you, because I feel like this will be really beneficial maybe you're doing some of these things already maybe you're not and you might want to think about doing them if they feel inspiring or you feel called to do them but this is where this is where we're hanging out today habits of successful women so the very first thing that I've noticed that successful women do a habit that they have is to work on their mindset every single day every single day. So this could look like a number of different things. The first thing is that it could potentially look like reading personal development books. You know, there are so many of them on the shelves nowadays. Like, you know, you've got Gabby Bernstein, Abraham Hicks, uh, you've got Jen Sincero, uh, Carol Allwill. you've got like, there's, there's hundreds of thousands of them. Like there's so many. And it's amazing because all of these books, create a shift in perception. They may take you out of like a funky mood. You know, a lot of these authors are sharing, you know, the things that they have gone through, the things that they've triumphed over. They'll share like their mindset hacks for how to create a better life and mindset for yourself. You know, how to view the world differently so that we're taking responsibility for what we create in our life and also can look at how we can amplify what we're doing and make it even better. And, you know, personal development books have always been something that I've really naturally craved, like since I was, I would say like a little bit older in my teens. And the more I've now regularly adopted reading a personal development book, my goal is two a month. Sometimes I'm great with it, other times not so much, but I'll at least get one in there a month. But I've always found that it really gets me to think and look at a bigger picture from a much more positive and empowered place. And this is what I appreciate about personal development books so, so much is because you have these successful people sharing their knowledge, their wealth of information, their experience, and their energy through the pages of their books that they've created with love for their readership. And they can just be such a fabulous resource for having you think big picture and for putting you in a higher vibrational state because successful people do have a fairly strong mindset. They think differently than most people, right? They have a very different perception of the world and they tend to see more possibilities uh, in their life and for others. And so it's great to help rewire our own brains that same way by getting in their world, even if that just means that we're picking up their books and reading them for you know, inspiration and empowerment as a result. Now, working on your mindset could also be maybe listening to a podcast. So a lot of you, I know, maybe some of you aren't really readers. I have a lot of friends that are like that as well, but they love listening to podcasts. So maybe you're soaking in the tub, you know, got bubbles around you, maybe a hot cup of tea or something, and you're just taking in the words of inspiration or advice. And again, that act can work on your mindset, can help boost you up. Or maybe you're listening to a podcast while you're out on a run or a beautiful walk. And again, just the words of inspiration, just fill your soul. I love doing this personally myself when I'm listening to podcasts. I love going for a walk outside and I'll look at the trees and the beautiful sunshine and I'll breathe in the beautiful fresh air. And I tell you by the end of my walk, I have a beautiful big smile on my face. I feel uplifted and I honestly feel like such a baddie, like I could conquer the world, you know, (laughs) but that's the whole point. It just gets you to shift your perception and see more of what is possible for you. And this is such a beautiful like habit to create for yourself, because when we have a, like a gorgeous mindset, when we're thinking bigger picture, when we're looking at possibilities in our life, rather than focus, focusing, sorry, and all the things that can go wrong, We feel like a bigger, more expansive version of ourselves, and we are more willing to tackle, you know, the scary projects, the things that we may have limiting beliefs around, or we may even clear out limiting beliefs around things that we want to tackle that will allow us to create that forward momentum that will ultimately help us reach our end desired goal, right? Whether that's, you know, getting more in shape or eating uh, better or moving your business forward, or maybe it's something like starting a podcast or YouTube channel or blog or newsletter or, you know, whatever that might look like, right? Mindset is everything because when we believe it's possible, when we're thinking uh beautiful, big thoughts about possibility rather than failure, you're always going to push the needle forward. And that's really what's important. So working on your mindset every day is so crucial. Another one that I actually learned from from Lindsay Mango is actually to self coach every day and this is something that I've now adopted into my daily practice as well. So I will write out a belief or thought that I'm having and I will challenge that thought or sort of check in with myself to see where my thoughts are at in terms of how possible do I think this end goal is and I'll write it on a scale of one to ten 10 obviously being like, yeah, hell yes, I can conquer this. And one being like, girl, are you crazy? Like we're, we are not entertaining this. And based on where I am at that mark, I will ask myself, what would I have to believe to make it a 10? And then I will start writing out thoughts and challenging them to make sure that I can uplevel my mindset as much as possible to get it as close to a 10 or at a 10 within my like journaling time or self-coaching time as possible. And every single time I've stepped away from doing the self coaching or self journaling, and it has made such a difference. And I have done this when coaching my clients as well, helping them again, see more possibility and working through some of those limiting beliefs and flipping them on their head so that they now look like possibility instead. And that just is, again, it's what's going to help us push the needle forward because we are feeling more expansive and seeing more of what's possible for us rather than not. So again, work on that mindset every day. It doesn't have to be an extensive amount of time. You know, you could self-coach for 10 minutes, five minutes, like pick up a book for 15 minutes or something. If you want, listen to your podcast when you're, you know, washing the dishes or, (laughs) you know, maybe you're working out or something like squeeze it in where you can. And I promise you, even if you just try this for a week, you will see a massive shift. Now, the second tip for habits of successful women is that they prioritize self-care and health. Now, I actually had been very first introduced to this concept of sort of integrating it into my everyday by Kara Alwell. You guys know that I've talked about her a few times from the Champagne Diet. She's such a beautiful human being. And uh, when I had very first started following Kara, which oh my gosh, uh, like we're I'm, we're talking about some time. Like I've been in and around Kara's world now for probably about a decade. And uh, I remember, and I, I believe she still does this on her stories, uh, she would put sparkling water in a wine glass. And I remember watching this as I was building my business in like its very first years. And I was thinking, wow, that's like how glam, that's so cool. <laughs> and it had never dawned on me to do something simple that was healthy, that also made me feel special, that nurtured myself, and that sort of celebrated The day I always thought like self-care had to be okay, save your money, go for a massage, you know, go for a fun shopping trip, uh, you know, plan a a night out with your girlfriends or, or whatever. Right. And, but I always felt like it had to be like an event, like a planned thing. And so I loved that she was showing an example of, again, just some simple bubbly which was sparkling water and throwing that in a wine glass. And she was also like doing daily baths and stuff, but in the middle of the afternoon. And I was like, whoa, you rebel. (laughs) Like I never thought like give yourself permission to have a bubble bath in the middle of the day. Like I, again, it was something that I always sloughed off when I thought it was a nice to have or something like that. And I would be something maybe on the weekend if I felt like I had time or like what have you. Right. But she truly made these things a daily experience. And I found that so inspiring and thought, wow, like I'm going to try this too. So I currently make sure that I always have my tea in these beautiful little vintage teacups that I've picked up at flea markets over the years. And that for me feels very bougie. Um, it feels, you know, a little quirky, but fun. And I love the experience of that. And I've also adopted the habit of putting my sparkling water in a beautiful wine glass and, you know, I'll have it sit beside my laptop while I'm plugging away during the day, because it's one of those things, it kind of makes me want to drink water more. Because are any of you bad with that? I, I constantly have the new habit every week of I'm going to drink more water. And even though I have my water bottle close by something about the bougie wine glass with the sparkling water just feels a little bit more special. And I find that I'm more apt to drinking that (laughs) rather than like my big old water bottle that I've got beside me. So again, it just sets you up for success because you're making yourself feel special in that process. But self-care can look at, look like many other things. Like maybe it's taking a five to 10 minute break in the middle of your work day and going again for a beautiful walk outside in the fresh air, or perhaps it's spritzing on your favorite perfume or wearing a blouse that makes you feel gorgeous or Maybe it's, you know, having beautiful stationery that you get to use every single day. Those things can all be self-care that you adopt into your day-to-day life that make you feel more empowered. And again, it always comes back to the mindset of making you view what is possible. What is possible. Now within that is of course health. And every time I've ever looked at a successful person, they all had a wellness routine built in every single day. So if you think about, uh, I don't know, like the Kardashians, let's say for example, like you'll see Khloe Kardashian hitting up her gym, like on a regular basis or, uh, like most uh, like entrepreneurs will tell you they have a health routine built in, whether they're doing strength training or yoga, or maybe they're doing a little cardio or something during the day, but they prioritize that because it gets our energy rev for the day. It gets like all this positive momentum and movement into our bodies at the beginning of the day. And we, we know like movement is energy and energy is life. Like that's, what's going to make us feel more fueled. It gets our brain functioning at a higher level when we start off our day this way, or even end our day this way, whenever you can fit it in, of course, but it rewires our body differently. And we know that exercise is good for us. We know this And for whatever reason, I know, despite us knowing this, sometimes it can be challenging. For example, this morning, I set a routine for myself that I was going to go and do uh, like a a spin class for myself. And yet it took my butt over like 10 minutes to get out of bed and mentally put on my clothes (laughs) or not mentally, but actually put on my, my workout clothes. But you know what? I felt absolutely friggin' phenomenal after I had finished that spin class. It felt absolutely sensational. I've polished it off with some meditating afterwards And I just felt like a new woman. And it's true what they say. You never, ever regret a workout ever. Yes. There might be the anticipation and buildup of like, Oh my God, I have to do this. (laughs) But again, when we work on our mindset, when we, when we show ourselves that no, like my goal is to be healthy, be strong, be fit, like whatever it might be. And if I desire this, I got to move my bum, right? Like I got to get moving, get off the couch and do something different for myself that I know my future self will thank me for. And health is such a big part of it, right? There's clarity that comes to our mind when we've worked out, when we're eating well, when we're taking care of our bodies. And I know people might eye roll at this, but it's so true. Like there are so many studies linking success and mind clarity and, uh, again, just feeling good overall to our physical fitness and to watching the foods that we put in our body. Right. And I've known like every single time I have a junkie night or I have the extra glass of wine or whatever that case may be, I feel like a sloppy sack, a sack of potatoes the next day. <laughs> and it's not like I went crazy overboard or anything, but I fueled my day before with a bunch of crappy food and things that I know don't serve me. So it's no surprise that the energy I get the next day is one that's going to be sluggish because that is what I gave my body as fuel. And every time that I've shifted my eating habits and my habits in general to something that's more positive and I start moving my body, I eat better and I'm fueling my body with things that, nour- that nourishes it it's no shock that I experience this massive boost of energy the next day or through the weeks because I'm feeding myself and taking care of myself appropriately. So again, meet yourself where you're at with this, because I know that this is, seems to be an ongoing challenge for a lot of people. I know it's been for me, like I go through waves where I'm so dedicated and then somehow I fall off the wheel. So what can you implement for yourself that will help take you further. So for example, for me, I've now committed to setting an alarm for myself so that by latest, I'm up at 6 AM every single day. And I have my workout clothing for me at the end of my bed. And I know like, as soon as I get up, that's what I'm going to put on. (laughs) And my bum is either going outside for a walk to get in the fresh air, just because that really, really energizes me, the fresh air. Or I'm going to go up to my bike and I'm going to spend for a little while and get a class in that way. And, you know, just the act of making myself get up earlier and having that extra time so that I can set myself up for success and get my brain revved up and running for the day just makes me feel so good. Number one, because I'm actually doing the things but it also makes me feel really proud of myself that I'm taking that time for my health and self care and fitness. Right. And like I said, we never regret that workout. We always feel good when we're keeping that commitment and then that positive momentum for ourselves. And again, you're worth it. you are worth taking care of? You have a beautiful vessel that just asks for love only, allow yourself to give that back to it. Right? So just ask yourself, what are like one or two things you can maybe implement this week that will help you give back to your body in the form of self-care or your wellness. Cause again, if we try and change everything all at once, it can feel overwhelming, but one or two baby steps just to get you on your way. Really honestly, as you keep doing that over time, makes such a massive, massive difference. Now the next tip for habits of successful women is to get dressed as your next level woman. Now, I know a lot of you are struggling with this right now, you know, with a lot of us, well, most of us having been at home for well over a year at this point, uh, you know, we, we joke that, you know, and I've said this before my social platforms, like my heels at this point, kind of think I've died. (laughs) And, uh, you know, a lot of us are saying, well, I'm just in sweats every day. Some, some of you have shared that, you know, you're finding it hard to get out of bed in the morning. And if that's you, you know, I'm sending you so, so much love and energy and I'm wishing you, I'm wishing you well, like you will get through this. We will pull through this. But one of the things that I've noticed that really shifts things for people is the act of getting dressed. And I know we've talked about this on the podcast before, but you know, getting dressed does provide a sense of normalcy. And anytime we do get dressed and I'm, you know, I'm not talking about rock the pencil skirt at home with like a fancy blouse, unless that's where you're feeling called and desired to do. Right. But Put on your favorite shirt with maybe a, like a fabulous lipstick that makes you feel like a badass or perhaps like put on like the other day I put on a, a new blazer that I got that's in this like stunning blue. Oh my God. I wish I could show you through the podcast. Like guys, I lost my friggin' mind when I got this blazer. <laughs> It just feels like spring. It feels powerful. It's got these like really dominant shoulders on it. And I wore it with a very simple t-shirt and I put it on with some jeans that I sort of cuffed at the bottom. And I actually did put on heels with it, even though I was just sitting at my desk all day, but I felt so flipping good. I felt so good. And it wasn't like I was doing it for zoom calls or anything like that. I was doing it for me because I wanted to feel powerful during the day. And so maybe your word is not powerful. Maybe you want to feel cute. Maybe you just want to feel put together. Maybe you just want to feel a little bit more energized, right? Maybe it's not like a business thing. Maybe you just want to feel more energized. So what would that feel like for you in your closet? Maybe it's a beautiful snuggly cardigan with a cute cami underneath. Maybe, baby, maybe, you feel like sequins because those are always fun. You like, no one can be mad wearing sequins. I swear to God, if you have sequins in your closet, go try it, go try it on. Tell me, even if you're in a bad mood that your mood doesn't shift from putting those parties, those party things on. (laughs) So fun. Um, and I've done that before. I have a sequin skirt that I love and it's a vibrant red. It's so much fun. And I, I've thrown that on with a sweatshirt, a cream sweatshirt and some cream sneakers before. And I felt absolutely wonderful. But again, whatever that looks like for you, do that, right? Maybe it's just putting your hair up in a cute style or throwing some like mascara on a cute lip gloss. And maybe it's just like a colorful shirt or something because color, you know, it has a psychology. It boosts how we're feeling. It makes us feel good to wear color, especially in spring. Don't you guys just crave color in the spring, summertime? I feel so good. Like all I'm like hungry for color this time of year. It's like all I want, (laughs) all I want. It feels so good. So maybe experiment with color a little bit. And again, we're not talking fancy clothes, unless that's what you want to do. But again, the act of getting dressed is going to make you feel good. And if it's something that you're out of the habit of right now, give yourself a challenge. Do like a seven day show up and glow up And wear your clothes, wear beautiful clothes, whatever that is for you. That makes you feel good for seven days and see how that shifts your energy. You may not be feeling like it on day one, but after you get dressed and you look in the mirror, you might feel a little bit better. And then day two, you now you've got a little bit momentum, right? So now you're putting on another outfit and, and making yourself get dressed. And you might find that you're a little bit more boosted, like even more so than you were on day one. And then again, by day seven, you might be like, Whoo, we're like, we are onto something, right? And that doesn't mean that successful women or even myself, like it doesn't mean that I don't have schleppy days where I'm wearing like sweats or like my workout gear longer or whatever. But I try and make that not... The norm for me, because I just know that I feel more powerful when I feel like I'm dressed like the woman I'm wanting to be down the road and I'm embodying her energy as much as possible because she's leading the way. And I feel like this is what a lot of successful, sorry, I can't speak again. (laughs) A lot of successful women do too. We are dressing to embody the energy of the woman that is guiding us to our next level selves, that is paving the way with her energy her mindset of showing what's possible, and we are taking her lead. So a lot of the time, that's what it feels like to me when I'm getting dressed in the morning. It's not in case someone pops by the my house or something knocks on the door, although it's always nice when you're not. Have you ever had like UPS or something drop by and you look crazy? Because I've definitely had that. <laughs> And it's not fun. You always want to feel kind of cute. So anyway, it's not just for that reason, but again, it's more for yourself. And again, this is sort of an act of self-care and prioritizing that too. So again, get dressed as your next level woman, get dressed for yourself. You are worth it. It will energize you. And I promise you will shift you into a more successful mindset and your more successful woman as a result. Now, another habit of successful women is that they surround themselves with like-minded people. Now, I don't know if you've ever noticed this, but have you ever followed, uh, you know, again, successful, maybe on Instagram, YouTube, uh, maybe you have favorite authors that you follow that are successful. And maybe one day they share like a a dinner party or they're out somewhere. And then there's like, Oh my God, she's hanging with so-and-so or, Oh my God, she's with this person, this person. Right. And it's someone else that you admire. And I find that to be no mistake. I think that, you know, like attracts, like when we get into like law of attraction, right? Like, like attracts, like, and you know, if you want to think a bigger picture, You know, that not only comes down to developing your mindset, your personal development, prioritizing yourself, all those things, but you also want to make sure that your environment supports that, that supports your thinking bigger, that supports you wanting to become the next level version of yourself. And that includes the people that are around you. So if you are somebody that wants bigger, better things for herself in your life, be aware of the conversations you're having with people as a result. So are the people around you, are they talking big picture? Are they talking about things that they're grateful for and the beautiful things in life and you know, that, that the sky's the limit for you? Or are they people that are complaining and that think the sky is falling and that they think that, you know, everything's terrible in life because there is a very different energy between those two kinds of people. And that doesn't mean that you're not a human with emotion. Like, you know, a lot of you have always said and blessed, like, I, I love that you guys think this, that I'm a super positive person and I am, but that doesn't mean that I don't have off days where, you know, my mindset's kind of jaded or I'm kind of in a funk or anything like that. But I do my best to always stay in a mindset and energy that serves me. And I try and very carefully curate the people around me that also think the same way. And, you know, I found the power of this, especially as I started having coaching myself, as I was joining masterminds and doing all these things, because, you know, I felt for a very long time when I was growing up that I didn't have a lot of people that were thinking this way. And when it made me kind of feel like an outcast, right? And so when I started joining masterminds, I started getting, uh, coaching from women that I admire and love, everything changed because I was like, oh my God, there is more possible. People do think like me, people are like, they do want more in life, right? So get in the energy of those people, because now you're going to think even bigger and better things. And again, it helps you calibrate your energy to that higher state and to that state of possibility right? Because you're calibrating to the people that are also thinking bigger and that that you want to think like also. And it's really, really hard to stay in that mental state of possibility when you're around people that are complaining and that are in this low negative vibe. And again, that doesn't mean that we don't all experience this at some point, but the point is to try and not dwell in it. Right. And it's a lot easier to do that when you're surrounded with like-minded people that want bigger, better things for themselves also. Uh, so an example, again, like I, I just went to a Jack Canfield seminar over the weekend and we were put in these groups with different people throughout the weekend where we were talking about our goals, our fears, things that we wanted in life. And it's a bit nerve wracking because you don't really know these people that you're being put in these little groups in and they were virtual. I should, I should just say it was all by zoom. Um, but you know what? It was really cool to open up to others. And as we were talking about our goals, and then the next person would talk about their goals or limiting beliefs, like it was so cool to think, Oh my God, like they want the big things that I want. And you know, our vision or goals may not be the same, but it was great to be in the energy of people that just want more for themselves in their life and just think in a more positive manner. It's a very uplifting fantastic energy to be around. So, you know, if you have friends or family, maybe that you love and adore, but maybe are not like that, you know, I, I, I sympathize and my heart goes out to you, but those are people that maybe you want to set up boundaries around and maybe spend a little less time with, or try and put more of your spare time into, again, going back to those Uh, feel good books or podcasts or watching videos that again, kind of boost your energy and get you back into that like-minded vibe that you're craving. If you don't have that in your immediate circle, and then maybe join, you know, um, masterminds if you can, or find people that are local to you, even if it's online, uh, or in online communities that can help you you know and that are in that like-minded energy that you so desire for yourself because it really truly makes a difference and I never ever saw the power of this until I started experiencing it myself and I thought holy crap like people like there's really something to this uh and so this is something that I feel like is very intentionally curated with successful women is really navigating who is in their space, who's in their bubble, who gets to be part of their personal time because again energy is everything. So surround yourself with like-minded people because you will definitely go further with it as a result. Now, the next habit of successful women is having boundaries between work and personal time. Now, this is one that I have struggled with over and over and over again over the years. And I'm sure a lot of you can relate to this, especially my fellow entrepreneurs out there, but sometimes it can be really hard not to grab your phone at the end of the night or to, you know, oh, like just answer the few extra emails that are in my inbox at the end of the day, or I'll just tackle this one more thing at the end of the night (laughs) or, oh, well, you know, I don't need to shut off my phone in my morning routine. Like I, I can check social media quickly, like no problem. But the reality is, is that without boundaries, we are training people how they can treat us. And without boundaries, we are draining our own valuable energy. And this has been a hard lesson for me to learn. And I'm still learning it in new ways because I've definitely not perfected this, but it is something I am very much trying to instill over and over and over again to myself. But boundaries are a a sign of strength, in my opinion, because you are guarding your, your energy and recognizing what is important to you. And this can come from how much time you spend with like friends or family, how much time you spend on social media, how much time you spend towards your health and fitness or your goals or whatever the case may be. But setting up what you know that is going to serve you in terms of like your calendar, your time, your space, your energy is so, so valuable because of course, when you move the needle forward for yourself in whatever direction that might be in your life, you're always going to feel more confident and so happy you did so. But every time we start letting our boundaries slide, this is when things get messy and all of a sudden before we know it, you know, a time will have lapsed and we think, oh my God, how did I get so far off from my goals and aspirations this month? And we end up feeling kind of down about it, right? Or maybe it's, you know, at the end of that, like our energy is depleted because we've been giving it out to everybody else and prioritizing everybody else because of course you are a loving, beautiful human being. I know that about all of you. But what about you? Like you also need that loving energy and support and you can't get that without boundaries a lot of the time, right? So for me recently, what I have been doing is I set an alarm for myself and when that alarm goes off at the end of the day, I know it is time to close up shop. So if I'm like typing an email, you know, I'll finish off the email and then I know I like, I I'm shutting off for the night And then I try and make the intention for me personally of not touching my phone after 7 PM for me, I find as much as I love like social media and stuff like that, if I'm grabbing my phone, you know, I could get triggered by uh, like a stupid comment, or I might get, uh, back into work mode, right? Like the mental energy from stuff like that, right? It just takes you out of like a peaceful narrative for yourself and can just get you back into the hustle energy almost if you will. Right. Or I, even I've done this in my morning routines where I, I am super strict about not touching my phone unless it's to take a quick little spin bike shot, but I will not like scroll through social or get involved with social media until at least 9am Because again, it, it switches my morning routine, mental narrative from, you know, peaceful and calm and wanting to fill my own cup to something that's like, oh my God, like I got to hurry up through this morning routine because there's things I got to do. And that's not an energy that's going to serve me well in the rest of my day. Like no one wants to be rushed through anything, whether it's like a project our morning routine a meditation, like any activity that we're trying to do for ourselves. If you feel like you've got a monkey on your back telling you, you shouldn't be doing this, you know, that's a thought number one, you need to look at, but it's also a a bigger boundary that you need to look at and how you can instill more peace into your days to take the monkey off your back and give some sanity back to yourself so that you can add a sense of calm and add a sense of energy to your day before you start giving that out to everybody else. So again, I I wish I could say I had this nailed. I do not. I'm really great with my morning, I will say that. But the evening, oh man, (laughs) the evening I'm still working on, but I'm trying. And I've found that the, again, the days where I really hold strong in my boundaries with my evening routine and staying away from my phone, Uh, or even just having boundaries with how often I want to see friends during the week or how I want to, you know, navigate my week in general, every single time I've upheld those boundaries for myself, I end on such a powerful note. I feel like sustained in my energy become like come the end of the week. And it's because I prioritize myself in a, in a beautiful way while still leaning into others, but you know, I've, I've prioritized myself first so that I can show it powerfully to my clients, to my work, to everything else that I'm doing and not feel so drained by the end of the week. Cause I know what you guys, like, you know what I'm talking about. We've all been there before. Right. And so again, the boundaries between work and personal time, having that dividing line, that line in the sand for when you start, when you finish you know, how long you're going to be on your phone for, where's the phone when you're done work, right? All of that will lead to habits of success and feeling like the highest and best version to yourself. Now, of course there are many, many more habits. So if you have any more, please screenshot or hit me up on Instagram, share them with me. I love hearing your feedback and things that you guys are doing as well to fill your cup, to fuel success for yourself, Because again, we all have things to learn from one another and there are so many ways of tackling this. These are the top five that I've noticed serve us all or serve most people really, really beautifully. They are what has been working for me as well. And of course, that's why I wanted to share them with all of you. And of course, if you're looking to get dressed as your next level woman, if you need a little pep in your step with this exercise, please feel more than welcome to join the Rise Through Style Society because we talk about... The ebbs and flows of life, the grief, the loss, the struggles that we have. And we support one another in getting dressed every single day. We learn about style, of course. We're working through our mindset as well. And we are being that like minded community of women for one another and just feeling very inspired as a result. So I would love to have you. You can go to fashiontranslated.com forward slash rise, or I'll leave the link for you guys down in the show notes. So I'm sending you much love and I'll talk to you in the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I would be honored if you would leave me a review on iTunes. And if you really loved it, please be sure to share it and tag me on social media, which is at Christy Roussel, to let me know. I'm always so excited to hear your thoughts. Sending you guys all the love to the moon and back, and I'll see you in the next episode.